Hi, it's Mitch from PickDogs.com here with Joe and Brian here with your daily live show. Of course, we're live seven days a week, 365 days a year. Try and get this in right around 11 a.m. Eastern time. It's between 1030 and 11, kind of been bouncing around in there, but we'll figure it out. We always do. doesn't matter. We just keep showing up. You can watch us live. You can watch us recorded. And of course, listen to our podcast across just everywhere that podcasts are available. Apple, iTunes, Amazon, Odyssey, Audacity. Uh, I don't even know how to say the damn thing. Um, iHeartRadio. We're on all of those different places. You can listen to this wonderful show with us three on it every day. And uh, Brian's in a bad mood, but that's okay. His Dodgers lost yesterday. That must be why he's in a bad mood, because the Dodgers uh, got reverse run-lined there, plus 301 for the uh, D-backs. I know that had to be crushing for you, Brian. Well, I had Arizona, and my favorite pitcher was going. One of my favorite pitchers was going, so I, I was, wasn't was too upset. Well, you said you're in a bad mood, so we're just trying to we're just trying to pinpoint it so we can maybe twist a little bit. That's what we do here. <laughs> Try and find that angle and, you know, twist. Anyways. Um, Joe, how are you doing today? NFL draft day. No, you're an NFLer. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm an NFLer just to bet on um, part of the part of what we do. But you're an actual NFLer. Like you, you love the NFL. Like these are yeah, you know, I absolutely do. I so I can't wait to see where everyone goes. It feels like Christmas, even like for not my team. I'm excited to see where these athletes go, where we're gonna see them play, and how these teams are gonna improve. So it's exciting. Brian, uh, you have any guys today that you think like that you see, you know, being mentioned, kicked around that you're kind of like, oh, here's a guy I never heard of, and you know, kind, and then you know, guys that are maybe being, you know disregarded or too highly regarded um anything of that nature like looking at the well, NFL to be 100 percent honest i really haven't looked at the nfl draft too much i'm just hoping that the eagles do what they normally don't do and that's just take the best uh, player available at the spot they're drafting i think they're around 15 14 16 somewhere in the middle there but they really need offensive line help and defensive line help so i'm just hoping they don't do anything stupid like uh draft a running back or a quarterback or something like that I'm in the minority when it comes to the NFL draft. I, you know, I've, I've, I've said this a million times on these shows and sometimes it's popular and sometimes it's, it's not popular and sometimes I'm right. And sometimes I'm dead wrong. And when I'm dead wrong, I'll usually admit it. Um, but you know, and I'll admit it after the fact, like, you know, Patrick Mahomes, I didn't love the draft day trade to trade up to get him. Right. I was wrong. You know, he, he was good. I liked Deshaun Watson, right. Was the guy that I thought was the best quarterback in that draft. Why? Why did I like Deshaun Watson? Who's not bad either, right? I mean, he might have some off-the-field problems, but he's not a bad player. He's a good player, right? He's one of the best. But the thing is, why did I like Deshaun Watson? Because he won at the lower level, right? That's, that's pretty much why I liked him, because he had won. He had played in championship games. He was the leader of his team. He had been in clutch situations, four seconds left to go in the national championship game, needing a touchdown to win, and he'd gotten it. Um, you know, I like those type of players. I like players that are football players. Some guys can jump. Some guys can lift weights. Some guys can do reps. Some guys can do the long jump. Some guys can run the 40. I like guys that play football. And I think you could find guys that can do those other things good enough that play football. And I like those guys. And these are the guys that we've heard of. These are the guys that we've been cashing on. These are the guys that other people might not have heard of, but we have. These are the guys, you know, the, um, the guy in the Rams that I told you to take on your fantasy team a few years ago, right? I mean, he's still in the league. He's contributing, right? He's, he played in the Super Bowl. What was his name again? The guy from Memphis? I know I know you're talking about, and he's become more of the feature back for the yeah. Rams. Yeah, and this was our guy, right? Because he had made us so much money, and for the over players, too, right? He made them a ton of money because this guy never took a knee or ran out of bounds heading for the end zone. This guy put it in every single time. He was a cover machine. What is his name? Gosh. We're, we're old. We forget names. I do uh, forget names, especially, and this was my guy in that draft, right? This was my guy that I picked in that draft to be the guy under the radar that um, was going to be it. And his name is Daryl Henderson. 
was my pick yep. in that draft to be the, the guy that nobody heard of that would be the biggest contributor. Right? And Brian took him on his fantasy team based on that alone. Yep. Which I he didn't, which he didn't pretty do good. too much his first year. No, he didn't do that much. He didn't get he didn't see the field as much because they they didn't watch the college games like I did, but he made that roster, you know, which the Rams not exactly a wide open roster there. Certain teams are tougher to crack the roster than others. The Ravens is a tough place to crack the roster, right? It's like the teams that are the, that are kind of there, you know, they're on the cusp. The Rams going to be tough to to crack the ro- the ro- the uh, roster there. Um, you know, so I just think you got. I like the guys that play football. I I like Pickens from Georgia. I think you know. I think he's better than some of these other guys. I think that. John Mechie from Alabama, who's going to slip also because of the injury. I like him, you know. And, it's, you know, he's from Bama, so he's, it's not like he's going to fly that far under the radar on Pickens. But these are guys that, man, these guys made us a lot of freaking money. I like these guys. These, you know, these are the guys that aren't going to take a knee at the one-yard line, you know. They're going to run it in. Unless they get coached up to do that. Uh, we call that coach down to do that. Coach down. Anyways, I'm I'm excited for the draft. I might come on um, here and talk about it um, as 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 we go. We did we did it live. We've done the draft live before. Not fun. Um, there's a lot of time in between those picks. We did the entire draft two years ago during COVID. We did the entire draft, so it was basically three days of like. Five to six hours with Ruffalo, Zwack, and Zwacky. It was like, it was living hell for me. It was like, I like Ruffalo, <laughs> but it's a lot of Ruffalo. That's a lot of Ruffalo. And Rod, you know, he's going to have his moments. You know, we know Rod. He's going to have his good, he's going to have his good five minutes and his bad five minutes. You know, it's like, so, uh, yeah. But Ruffalo. I do the Chargers draft party. Always a lot of fun. It's a big Zoom party. Is it? Yeah, it's awesome. Ruffalo always gets on one guy. Like, he gets on one guy who has, like, an odd name, and he'll just beat it into the ground, you know? That's what he does. You guys think um, we'll see Malik Willis go to Carolina? I don't know. I see him going there. I don't think he's very good. No? No. You don't like him? Who do you think is the best quarterback coming into the draft? It's a bad quarterback draft. I think I think I think this is a draft where you go um quarterback in the later rounds and hopefully you hit a home run. But I don't see a quarterback in this draft that is um a home run sure thing. There's no Peyton Manning in this draft. But there could be a guy. I like the guy from Nevada strong. I think like someone like that um, in the later rounds um, might be a better pick because I think what we saw from Strong was that he had NFL wide receivers on his team and he was super effective with them. You know, I think he his needs a, a little bit of coaching. What's his name? Kyle Strong? Is that his Carson name? or Car- something? something? I think it's Carson. Yeah. yeah. I thought he was Carson pretty strong. I, yeah, he's. I thought he was pretty good, but he's not. You know, I don't love this quarterback draft. I, I, I don't think Malik Willis is like a sure bust, but I don't think he's a guy that can come right in today, and and, and get it done. We saw him when he pl- when he stepped it up against the bigger teams, like at Ole Miss. You know, he, it was garbage time. Is when he got all of his yards. Um, for for the guy for the guy from Pitt, eh, you know. Yeah, those guys are a dime a dozen, you know. I think, you know, maybe Sam Howell, you know, possibly um, can do something. He's, 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 he has that North Carolina, he had stigma, but um, because Trubisky, but he's actually played games, not like Trubisky who just played one year, which was, I never understood, I still don't understand that pick. I, I do not understand it in the Chicago. You know, I don't understand a lot of what the Chicago Bears do. I mean, they're thinking of I don't moving think a their. Lot of people do. <laughs> well, they're going to move. Their, they're going to move from Soldier Field. I mean, it doesn't even. It's like you have the best stadium in football, and it's like you yeah. want to move. 
I don't know. Got Desmond Ryder coming out of uh, Cincinnati as well. He's. I think he's. I think he's small. Desmond Ryder. Small. I think okay. he's. I think he's small. I'm not sure um, what his his exact measurements are, but I believe that he is on the smaller side. I'm not sure because he maybe he just plays on a big team. <laughs> like he, Russell Wilson. But small. He, but he has. Yeah, but Russell Wilson was also a professional baseball player. Yeah. So when, uh, Russell Wilson and Kyler Murray, these guys, yeah, they're smaller, but they're also professional baseball players. So these guys have real arms, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying Des, Desmond Ritter, the, the thing you have to look at him too is he did a lot with not a lot to work with. And when we saw him in the big games too, in the meaningful games, um, he did get it done. And a lot of those games in college football, they end up tougher than, than they come up on paper. And we saw that with Cincinnati. They had some struggles and non-covers against some of the easier teams, which Brian had the had the other team in, in all those games. But the thing is, is that, you know, the South Floridas of the world and the, and the um, who else they play? Tulsa, right? Yeah. It's like, but when he played against Notre Dame, he kicked their tails, you know, at South Bend, you know, and you have to give him credit for that. And, you know, while, you know, they didn't win in the playoff, they made the playoff and it wasn't his fault, you know, in the playoff, they were outmanned, you know, they got beat by a better team and, you know, that's going to happen. They had, you know, you play Alabama, you're, you know, you're not going to win a lot of the time if you're Cincinnati, <laughs> you know. Oh, not at all. So he's coming in here just under 6'4". He's 6'3 and 3'8". I wonder what 211 his, pounds. I wonder what his real... They, they always they always bump that up a little bit. They put him in cleats. Yeah, I don't know what <laughs> they do. They, he doesn't look that big on the field, I'll tell you that much. No, he absolutely doesn't. He I agree does with you. Not. He's got a 10-inch hand size. I don't he know does this a 40 and 4.54. That means nothing. You want a quarterback with big hands. You don't want a quarterback with uh, princess hands. You never know. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think so. I think you want big hands on a quarterback. You got to hold that ball. All right. Realistically, if they could wrap their fingers all the way around, that's what you want. I wonder what the stats say on that. <laughs> this sense. is just me. Makes this sense. This is just my observation. Makes, makes sense, though does make sense i don't know if willis is a bust i'm not saying he's a bust i'm saying that he's a project i'm not saying he's not going to be an nfl starter like you know tomorrow he he's not they lost to louisiana monroe they were 31 and a half point favorites it was the worst loss of the entire season of any team you know, people always love to throw these things away. Like, they never happened. Kind of like the year that Carson Palmer won the Heisman. The one game that USC lost was 100% his fault. He threw, like, six interceptions. They gave the guy the Heisman trophy. It's because the two guys that came in second and third were on the same team, and they split votes. And he ended up slipping in for the Heisman. Oh, man. Anyways, it should be fun. We could talk tomorrow. We're going to review... Um, the good, the bad, and the ugly from the uh, from the draft as well. So, uh, anyways, any I'm other excited? Everyone enjoy it. Any final final shots uh, there? Nope. Well, I'm just excited to see where everyone goes today. It's going to be really interesting. That's for sure. Wish I was in Vegas. I was supposed to be in Vegas a couple years ago. The dreaded C-word hit. Be a fun one. I'm sure you'll be getting out of Canada soon. <laughs> I don't know. The Canadian geese I saw um, down there. Our friend Joe has Canadian geese sitting on his house. I saw on Instagram. So they're allowed out. <laughs> Just not me. It's probably roasting up there on that roof. <laughs> Down Canadian geese. Now we have a ton of early action today, that's for sure. We do have a ton of early action. Let's get to it. Um, 
Major League Baseball. We'll do baseball first here. Always fun to talk about the NFL. It seems to never go out. And I think we'll see some blunders tonight for sure. We're going to see some trades. That's for sure. Um, there are certain teams like the Dolphins that don't have any picks. But they have a ton of picks next year. They have like five first rounders or something. So I wouldn't be surprised to see them make a move here. But uh, there's well, at least they can't screw they can't screw anything up this year. Yeah, it's true. The, they'll leave that one to the Eagles, who are looking wide receiver once again. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I see that uh, defensive uh, uh, tackle from Georgia looks to be on the Eagles. Uh, my guess, uh, my 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 guess, it's going to be something that they absolutely don't need. Um, we've got the Padres taking on the Reds. The Reds are favored in this game. Uh, I don't understand that. We've got the Pirates against the Brewers. Brian's uh, friend, Jose Quintana, on the mound here versus uh, Freddy Peralta. And the Yankees and the Orioles. The Orioles have really let me down this series. I mean, they've been in it. They've been in every game. It was 2-0. They make it 2-2. There they are. I don't know. Brian, what do you think of these three games? Well, for me in these games here, I'm going to start off Milwaukee Brewers and the Pittsburgh Pirates. I'm going to take the under seven. I know Freddie Peralta's had a rough start to the year, but I think he's due for a real shutdown game. And Jose Quintana has been serviceable for the Pirates. Uh, Going to be a little bit chilly when they start that game at 1230. Uh, So I'm going to take the under seven. And then I'm going to take a shot with the Baltimore Orioles today. I think this is the best shot of the uh, out of the series because Zimmerman hasn't been bad for the Orioles. Jamison Tyone, I just uh, can't get into him at, at massive minus 220 odds. So I think the Orioles have a puncher's chance here. Joe? Yeah, I thought it was a mistake this morning when I saw the Reds, um, the favorite in this one, uh, coming in against San Diego when they've been just playing so terrible. I've got to go with the San Diego Padres to get the win here. And then give me the under between the between Baltimore and the New York Yankees. I think we have a lower scoring one with uh, Zimmerman coming up here for the Orioles. So I mean the under eight and a half, I think it's just too high. Um, yesterday the Yankees got that win five to two. I think I think Brian's right. I think the Orioles probably can pull it off today. So lower scoring one. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking the uh, I'm taking the Padres. I'm laying the run and a half on this thing. I, I don't care. I'm, the Reds are so dead to me. They just stink. They, they absolutely stink. And, and I don't care if I was pitching. I would still take the Padres. That's how that's how bad they, that's how bad the Reds are. I mean, they were so lucky to cover. Th- I, I gave them in the I gave out the Padres minus three and a half in the bombs, and the Reds hit, hit the Reds scored a run bottom of the ninth to, to beat me on that um but uh i don't care i think the padres hammer them again the reds have very few answers they have guys that just you know it's kind of i don't know they stink they stink also i'll just continue to fade the yankees i don't really care um eventually it, it will come around and uh comes around goes around maybe they are just a really good home team this year i'm not really sure but I know fading the Yankees eventually it will pay off. All those people that laughed at me for fading the Dodgers every game, who's laughing now? You know, two in a row. Got back a lot of those losses yesterday because I hit the plus 155 and I also hit the reverse run line at plus 301. 456 on one game. That's four and a half wins. And if you're betting the Dodgers and you're betting just a flat money to to win whatever you want, well, that's about that's about 20 games. If you're betting like ten dollars on a minus two seventy five game, you you return about three bucks on that. So my plus four fifty six would be fifteen and a half wins yesterday, just in one game. So, yep. Nice work, Mitch. That's how you draw it up. That's how you draw it up on the telestrator. And the beauty of it was was it was a Dodger error. You know that gave the 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 Diamondbacks the lead, and then to get the reverse run line, one out. They're playing standard infield. They're not even playing the infield in to protect the run. They they take the out in a one run game. In the ninth inning, it was 
it was just, what are you doing? You know, I'm not, I'm, I got the other team and I got a question. What, what are you doing? But man, <laughs> the Dodgers just look super sloppy in the field. They, the fourth run uh, by the D-backs was taken off the board um, in that, in that game because Freddie Freeman managed to get back onto the base, but just super sloppy infield play from the Dodgers. That Trey Turner, not a good thrower of the baseball. Just he has, he has trouble throwing it to his same players. He's it's kind of like Trey Lance. It's, you know, he's, <laughs> he, he's not really sure where the ball is going to go. You got Maybe the you stick hands. Na- <laughs> <laughs> Nationals versus Marlins. Phillies versus Rockies and Rays versus Mariners. I had the Rays on the run line personally bet. I had bet the Rays regular and I personally bet them on the run line and the Mariners hit the garbage home run with two outs in the ninth inning to destroy my run line. Why baseball can break your heart. Same thing, um, Marlins Nationals. I had them straight up, but I also had the Marlins on the run line. And the... The thing you hate the most in all of baseball. My least favorite thing happened in that game. The old walking in of the run. (laughs) And it destroyed my run line to make it even worse. I hate the walking in of the run. Hate it. Anyways, Trevor Rogers is going in this one. He's been hit pretty hard this season, to be honest with you. And then uh, Zach Wheeler up against Austin Gomber here for the Rockies. It's been a rough series here for the Rockies. Phillies might be watching our show. I don't know. <laughs> Still going to continue to fade them. We know it's straight money. You know, it's just I'm going to fade the Yankees, the Phillies, and the Dodgers every single game. I am not going to waver from it. I'm on the Rockies. Brian? Well, I was glad that I wussed out yesterday and took the raise on the straight money lines. They got it done. But, uh, you know, you win a lot of those plus money big plays. But as far as these games go, I'm going to take the Miami Marlins here. I think Trevor Trevor Rogers is due for a good game. He's had a hard start to the season. Patrick Corbin, I think he's batting practice. I think the Marlins keep their hot streak going. I'll take um, the Phillies have been red hot lately, but it's just uh, Gomper. I think he's the better pitcher in the matchup. Wheeler, I think there's something wrong with him. I'll take the Rockies plus the one and a half here. Again, I'm going to move that a little bit, but I think it's a one-run game either way. So I'll take the... Uh, Rockies on the run line. You know what's wrong with um, Gomber? I mean, with uh, Wheeler, Brian. You want? My he doesn't me- stick. He has some kind of shoulder problem. Right. You want? You want my medical opinion as to what's wrong with him? Why? He's, why he's not playing well? He's on the Phillies. That's the problem. That's, I, I've diagnosed it. I've diagnosed it. A young year last year. I'm not a doctor, but I used to play one in AOL chat rooms. I'm telling you, the problem is he's on the Phillies. Today he'll get a no hitter, but <laughs> nope. I don't see him. Have, I, I think he has issues. So yeah, uh, I, I don't course. see how he's among his hundred. Anyways, Joe, what do you think of these three beauties? These are three beauties. So on the wrong side of that Mariners Rays game yesterday, when I heard you guys both on the Rays, I knew I was too. Um, I'm going to look at the over between this one. I think we have a higher scoring game in this. Um, the first game was an eight to four game, and I'm looking for a similar one. And then it gave me the over too between the Rockies and the Phillies. I think uh, with Wheeler coming in here, he has had those issues, and I do think we can look at the over in the full game over seven and I'd look at the over in the first of five as well as I think the Rockies will get some hits on him and then um, give me Miami again I'm going to take Miami here to get a nice win I think we got a higher scoring one though um, as both these pitchers have allowed the runs the Nationals are just being completely struggling but I think they'll be able to hit Rogers today and get us over eight I'm going to play it kind of safe the way Brian likes to do it I'm going to take the Colorado Rockies but I'm going to lay the three and a half runs here for the Plus 549 payout on this thing. I think the Rockies come back with a vengeance here. The Phillies, they get into this comfort zone and they get lazy and they make a lot of mistakes. And that's kind of just who they are and what they do. I do kind of like the way the lineup is looking. And I think on in any other team in any other city, they would probably be okay. But it is the Phillies. So, you know, I think when you look at the lineup and, you know, Harper, Schwarber, you know, Castellanos, with Gregorius in there, you know, healthy, hitting home runs, you know, in the leadoff spot. These are all good things. But um, 
you know, this is the Philadelphia Phillies we're talking about. I mean, let's be honest here. Let's 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 get back in touch with reality. Um, I think it's well worth the minus three and a half um, at five forty nine payout. The two and a half, ironically, is only plus three eighty two. And the uh, the one and a half, you're only getting plus two sixty. So why not lay the three and a half? Go for the full five forty nine here on the Colorado Rockies. And uh, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Um, I think that, uh, you know, I think Trevor Rogers is just, to me, has not pitched well. Um, last time out, he was definitely a lot better than what we saw um, earlier, but he got no support whatsoever. So, you know, he's 0-3 with a 7 ERA. That's a, that's a, it's a big meatball to cover, especially when you're going for a sweep on the road. I really did not like that strategy of loading the bases for Nelson Cruz and then walking him. It's like, let's load the bases for Cruz and walk him. What are you doing? This, this is what the Marlins did yesterday in the late innings, up two to nothing with me on the run line. I had them on the money line also, you know, but I had them on the run line too. And um, this is what they do. They put in some reliever with a 6.14 ERA. Why? Why? And then they take him out and they put a reliever in with a, with a 6.89 ERA. Why are you doing this to me? You hate me that much? These are. I know. I had them on the money line. I was watching that unfold. I was like, what the heck is happening right now? What, what, like they wanted the Nationals to win it. What are you doing to me? They hate me that much. I guess they do. I guess they do. Bastards. I was in the hot tub when that happened. <laughs> well, at least you're in the hot tub. Seems like a relaxing spot. The stress. I, I posted on my Twitter, Sam found a softball at the dog park. It was it was Christmas all over again. It's like I saw that picture. He looked so happy. Oh, he found that softball at the dog park. That was it. You know, it was Christmas. <laughs> His birthday all rolled into one. It was the greatest thing that ever happened. <laughs> it was so excited. Oh, man. That's awesome. It's a big day. All right. Rolling right along. Well, can't have Nick Martinez pitching a day if Martin Perez isn't pitching the same day for Texas. Texas got to have one of these guys. These who have the ability to throw the gas on the fire. We've got the Minnesota Twins who are absolutely off the chain. I laid I laid four and a half with the Twins yesterday. I laid wow. four and a half runs. And they won <laughs> like, five to nothing. Yeah. Great work. Oh, I was on the edge of my seat, you know, on that one too. When you're at the because they needed the run, they get the run in the in the bottom of the eighth. You know, it's like to get to that five. Yeah, it was really nice. I think in the bombs, I only gave it out at three and a half, so I had like a little cushion there. I'm not sure if I gave it out three and a half or four and a half in the bombs, but I gave it out in the bombs as well. Um, but yeah, the Twins are are red hot right now. It's like, but they're home, you know. It's like we've seen in the, in the in the in the American League Central a series of hot and cold, right? The Guardians had swept the White Sox at home, then they had taken over first place in the division, and now they go on the road. They've lost what, like seven or eight in a row themselves. So, um, part of the problem, you know, um, part of the issue. But um, anyway, let's go to our next set. Um, got oh no, this is the next set. Brian, what do you think of these games? You didn't say any games. Which games uh, yeah. were we oh, talking about? Ra- Rangers, Astros, Twins, Tigers, Blue Jays, Red Sox. All right, in these games, I've been screwing up and taking the Texas Rangers here. Maybe I'm going to screw them this uh, this game. I'm just going to lay the big juice here with Justin Verlander and the Astros. I don't see how they're going to lose the game going against uh, Martin Perez. He's He hasn't had terrible numbers so far this season, but I think Verlander's just that good, and the Astros 
smell blood in the water. So I'm going to just lay that big juice there on the money line. Then the Boston Red Sox, I'm a, maybe I'm a glutton for punishment. They got it done. Um, I think they could get it done again with Whitlock on the mound, who might be uh, their best starting pitcher this year uh, against Manoa. I like the Boston Red Sox plus money there. Joe? Yeah, I'm I'm with you on um, the Astros with Verlander starting here. I think you just have to lay that price. I'm not willing to take them on the run line, though. So um, I like them enough, but not enough for run line. I do think it's a lower scoring game, and that's why I think this is a 3-1 to one or 3-2 to two style game here with the Texas Rangers. So I love the under. And then uh, give me the Minnesota Twins. I think they come out and just dominate here over the Tigers. The Tigers notoriously um, struggle in Minnesota going 7-21. and 21. And with how the Twins are playing at the moment, you got to um, just lay the minus 140 here with them. I think we've got a lower scoring one as well. I like the under 7.5 in this too. I think... I think in the Astros game, you look to these alternate run lines as well. I think you lay the big run lines in this one, not just the... Um, so I agree with Joe. You don't lay the run line. I say you just lay the even bigger... Um, the bigger run line because... Uh, I think Martin Perez is that bad. And I think you can take that... You'll see the uh, Astros take out some frustration on him. Um, he's one of the worst pitchers that I, I don't understand how he's still in, in the league, you know, type guy, but it just shows you how watered down starting pitching is and you know, how far a left have ha, being a lefty will take you, um, as far as extending your career. If we go to the Astros, the run line is there. You can't do it because it's minus one Oh eight. It's you're laying runs and odds, which is a horrible bet. But if you go to minus four and a half, um, you can get it 343, and that's where I'm at in this one. I'm going to take the Astros. I'm going to lay the four and a half runs at plus 343 for, for me in that game. I think Verlander, possible no hitter here up again, you know, after last time out when he kind of struggled a little bit. And Martin Perez is, ba- is batting practice traditionally. So um, I say no problemo in this one. And let's see. The. Um, the Rangers versus righties bat 50 um, percentage points less than they do against lefties. So look for Verlander. Just mow them down. Mow them down. Chew them up. Spit them out. I think Garrett Whitlock, my guess is the book is out on him. Um, he's not as good as the guy that we saw last time out. Um, he can't throw a high strikeout rate. rate. We saw that um, at home against Minnesota also. But you know, last year over the long haul, um, eight and four record, you know, all of that was in relief. 73, 73 innings, 81 strikeouts, six bombs. He's only given up the one home run this year. That was, you know, the game in New York against the Yankees. I don't know. He's not this good. It's my story. I'm sticking to it. Good story, Mitch. Enjoyed it. We got the White Sox against the Royals, the Braves against the Cubs, the Angels against the Indians, and the Cardinals against the Diamondbacks. Joe, what do you think of these four games? Interesting four games. Um, I'm liking a couple unders here. I like the under in the first five between the Cubs and the Braves. I think uh, Wright is just so strong, and we'll keep that under with the Braves there. I don't want to lay the minus 200 with them, but I will lay the run line with the Braves. I think they come out and have a strong game here against the Cubs. I'm also looking at the under 7.5 for the full game between Arizona and St. Louis. I just think in game one of this series, both of these teams will – We'll struggle to get the runs in here. I know seven and a half is low, but I do like it. And then the other one I'm looking at is um, the over between Cleveland and the LA Angels. We saw LA come out with a nice win nine to five yesterday. And I'm thinking we're going to see a really similar one with these two pitchers um, up today. So give me the over eight and a half. Brian. Yeah, they're going to call me Dr. Juice today on these free picks, but I'm going to take Michael Kopech and the Chicago White Sox again on the money line. Kopech's been their best pitcher, and he's got great stuff. 0.64 ERA. Keller hasn't been bad either, but I like the White Sox at least to win this game by a run. 
Uh, Reed Detmers has been bad for the Angels, but the Angels are pretty red hot, and he's got the stuff, Detmers. Uh, I think he shows it today against the Guardians teams that struggle. I'll take the Angels on the money line also. I like the... Uh... I like the Cardinals here on the run line, laying you know pro- probably more. I think if you're going to take a shot on the Guardians, today's the day. I know a lot of people were on them earlier. I was able to refrain, even though they looked like a good bet. But I think with Quantrill there up against Detmers, you'd at least have a, a pitching mismatch. I would at least go Indians first or Guardians first five um, in that game and uh, carry it probably out throughout, throughout the game. I'm less convinced on Kopech. I think Brad Keller's not a bad pitcher for the Royals. I like, you know, the White Sox are my team. I'm a White Sox fan. That's, a, that's my team, but no way. Minus 185, they're just not playing that well, and they don't have a closer. So it's it's a problem. And we saw them, you know, give up the lead yesterday and um, then pull it out with the big home run. But um, that's only going to get you so far, and you're only going to be able to do that so many times. And um, and not at minus 185 with a guy that goes five innings, you know, because now you're into that White Sox bullpen, which is bad. You know, they have no closer, and that's a problem. And, um, you know, you got a manager that overmanages with a team with no closer, and that is just a horrific combination. I really don't. I, I love my White Sox, and I think this year might be a wasted year. I'm sadly will say. Just looking at the early going. Hopefully, I'm dead wrong. Hopefully, I think they're just, starting to get hot. I know it's one win, but I think they're going to string a couple together. I don't think so. They're generally a really good home team, but this Larusa, the, the game has passed him by, and um, you, in order to execute his strategy, you need to have the right players in the right spots, and they don't. You need to have a closer. You need to have a shutdown closer. This is the guy that used to change pitchers every, every – this is why they they put in where the pitcher has to stay in, you know, and pitch to at least three batters now because of this guy, you know. That's why they changed it. It's like he's the one that started that. Brutal, you know. Brutal to watch a game because of him. Can't stand him. And – uh I like Michael Kopech. He's got a super high ceiling, but Brad Keller at plus 165 odds is a gift. 2.55 ERA. Getting plus 165 against a team that has no closer. Take my chances. Fading my White Sox. I thought Liam Hendricks was their closer. Yeah, he stinks. Stinks, he man. Stink. Oh, he's terrible. Terrible. Over, I mean, overall, he's he's probably the second best closer in baseball behind uh, the Brewers guy, the lefty. In what world? I don't know. I like Liam Hendricks. But overall, he throws a super fastball. He has a movement on his pitches. He gets uh, crushed. He gets crushed, well, he's, man. He's having a rough time. He's having a rough time. I think for the last three years, he's had a rough Look time at me defending the White Sox. This is like a bizarro world. <laughs> it is bizarro world, man. I can't do it, man. I, I can't I can't stay in this relationship any longer with Hendricks. I just can't do it. So he's given up seven runs in seven games, fourteen hits in seven games, a double, a home run, a double, a triple, two home runs, two walks, twelve strikeouts, one stolen base. Opponents batting average three seventy eight. This guy sucks. I'm sorry. Can't help. I can't do it. I'm out of this relationship. All right, you're jumping too fast. I've been out of the relationship, man. It's just not. He's outside of my comfort zone. I find him offensive with his 6.14 ERA. It's early. Yeah. Not for a reliever, it's not. Maybe for a starting pitcher, it's early. But for a reliever, this is the way that they pitch the entire season is this, you know, one inning at a time. For starting pitchers, yeah, the, in, the, the first outings are shorter. But for relievers, you know, 
this is it is what it is, man. And it is, as they say in the business, one ugly bitch. Seven innings, six hits, seven innings, 14 hits, five earned, four walks, five strikeouts. That's not good enough for a closer. That's not good enough. Stink. Part of the problem. Can't stand them. I loathe you. You sure, Mitch? You don't like him? I loathe you. <laughs> this is the guy. I feel better now. Isn't this the guy that in Oakland he broke his hand because he punched the locker? Right? Oh, that's always the stupidest move when people do that. Yep. I haven't, I don't feel sorry for them ever. ESPN ranks him 115th, Brian. Relievers. Oh, that's based on his stats this season. That's not general. Uh, he he was terrible last year. He was terrible last year. It's terrible. They went out and they, he was so bad. They went out and got Craig Kimbrell is what they did. They went out and got Craig Kimbrell and um, hoping to shore up the bullpen. He was worse. And he was worse. That's what happened. You had Hendricks, right, as your closer. You went out and traded for Craig Kimbrell. That's how much they hated this guy. They know there's a problem here. I'm not alone. I'm not the crazy one. Brian, what are you selling today? I was just looking up his lifetime stats. All right, hold on. I got my uh, special today for $15. You can get my Major League Baseball best bets, my early executive info play. Uh, go get it over there at pickdogs.com. Premium picks. Absolutely love this play. Best play on the board, at least as far as baseball goes, $15 at pickdogs.com. Premium picks. Joe? I have uh, two in the MLB, two in the NBA, and one in the NHL. So I've got um, a three-pack over there and then them all single. Mitch, what about yourself? I have an MLB three-pack. That's all the picks I have. I might add an NBA in there or two. I just kind of behind it this morning. Anyways, Mm -hmm. I got to get moving. We're going to have a combo um, premium VIP. I don't want to stretch it out too long, but Liam Hendricks last year, <laughs> his ERA was 2.54, 38 saves, a whip of 0.7. How many blown per, saves? Eight wins, three losses. Uh, you, eight, the wins and losses don't matter, but you, your whip is 0.73. Your ERA is 2.54. Yeah, you know, you, know how, you know how a closer gets a win? I know. You know how know. a closer gets a win? I'm just saying his How does a closer just, get a win, Brian? How does a closer get a they, win? They blow the save. They blow the save, and then their team scores at the bottom half. That's how closers get the win. That's not a good thing for a closer to have an eight have eight uh, wins. Not good. I'm gonna stop sticking up for the White Sox. Yeah, you should. Liam Hendricks. <laughs> he makes me sick. All right, let's go to the let's go to the NBA. Liam Hendricks. Loathe you. I have to send him a Hendrix jersey for your birthday in October. <laughs> he gave up seven home runs last year. So I'm hearing he's not your favorite, Mitch. No, he's not a good pitcher. I don't like him. Go to the NBA. Sixers Raptors. Brian? Yep, Sixers Raptors. Uh, I really love this NBA playoff board compared to yesterday. I'm going to ride with the Philadelphia 76ers here. Toronto's been a nice story. They've played really well, but I think they left the mark and the Sixers beating them on their home court. I think uh, the better team shows up today and I'll play them on the money line. It's not a premium play by any imagine. I think the Sixers get it done. Joe 
seem like fighting words over there. <laughs> they absolutely do. Give me the under between this. I think um, we have a defensive game in this one, and it stays under this total. The only way the Raptors have a chance of winning is if they don't get in a shootout battle. They have to bring their defense. And I think in front of this home crowd, we have um, a really good game on our hands tonight. Give me the under 209. I think what we saw um, from the Sixers this season, the body of work, was that they were better on the road this year than they were at home. I think they closed them out. Take the uh, We got the Pelicans up against the Suns. Kind of an early start for this one, right? Um, New Orleans is a central time zone um, state. And Louisiana is central time zone state, at least New Orleans is. And... Um, this one's a 7.30 Eastern time start, so 6.30 local. Pels plus two at home as the Suns going for the uh, the closure, the closeout game. Brian? For me in this game, love my Pelicans, but as far as a free pick goes, I'm going to think I'm going to go with the total here of under 214.5. I just think it's going to be a, a big-time fight in New Orleans here. I think the first team to 105 wins it, so I'm going to go with the under 214.5. Joe Madden? I'm going to go with the Suns to finish this off here on the road. I think um, we're just going to keep – see them come out just way too strong like we saw in that last game i think they build off that momentum of the last game and um hold the new Orleans pelicans to under 100 again and squeak over and get this win i i like the sun's first half i gave it out on the seven free picks in just five minutes um i think when you start to look i talked about it yesterday if you can reduce the things from the betting tools down to the last five games in the nba which is one of the options well, that is these playoff series. So uh, the Suns have owned the Pelicans six in a row. They've been rolled them in the first half. Look for them to roll them in the first half again. I don't know who wins the game. I think it's a coin flip. Pelicans have played really strong. How about Boogie Cousins last night? They look great, right? That was one of the props that we talked about on our show was the over six and a half points that the prop tools said that was high value. Over nice. six and a half. He had, when I was what did watching. He get? Oh, I, 15? Like, no, like 30. He had, like, okay. <laughs> how many points did he have last night? He had about, a, he, I think he had 168 points. I, I really do. He, <laughs> he had. Um, you gotta love when you're riding an over six and it's coming in like that. Oh, yeah. It was the betting tools were like, this is a hundred percent of the time. It was one of those ones <laughs> that I said was a hundred percent of yeah. the time. I'm like, that's how you find the value. And then we see the, um, then they show him, you know, and I mean, he's having like a career game, you know, and it was like, I was like, oh, yeah, that, we talked about him on the show yesterday. So he had, um, he had, let's see, 19 points. So, wow. yeah, like I said, 138. For he, three times what you were getting. He played really well. That's it. Played really yeah. well. Of course, Steph also played really well. That's the problem. It's like amazing, right? It's like they're down by like seven points and this guy just... It's like, it's like you know it's going to go in, you know, every single time. It doesn't matter, like, you know, if he's off balance or falling yeah. backwards or, you know, driving. It's like... It looks so easy. Yeah, it's just... The only time it doesn't go in is if they just bang the crap out of him. And then he yeah. goes to the line and he never misses there either. Pretty amazing. Five from 11 from beyond the arc for Steph last night, but um, certainly looked like he was 14 out of 11. Got the Utah Jazz taking on the Dallas Mavericks. Brian? In this game, uh, this is a series that's hurt me the most probably in the playoffs, but I'm going to take Luka under 31 and a half. I'm going to take Donovan Mitchell under the 25 and a half. I think both these players go under those point totals for the game. Joe? Uh, for myself, I'm going to take the under in this game. I think we see Dallas come out and control the pace again in this one and keep us under this total. It just looks too high. I think uh, the Mavericks come out with a solid game. 
I would watch the waiver, the injury report on this game all the way up to tip off. Um, when a, when you see a point spread shoot through zero like that on a three point move, generally somebody knows something. Yeah, it's possible Donovan Mitchell isn't play tonight. I would say. That's the. It's going the other way. Oh, I thought the Jazz were uh, were favored, and then it moved to no, Dallas. The Jazz were were two point dogs, and now oh, they're okay. favored. Oh, then and then it looks like Mitchell's going to play then. Right, it's a three point move. Yeah, but it could be Luca not playing. That's like a Luca not playing move. That'd be yeah. I guess I can't say <laughs> crazy bad. because anything's possible. It's they're not going to risk the franchise for one game. Not going to do it. Especially if it's not an elimination game, you can't risk. What if what if his career-ending injury? I mean, it's like well, ouch. They better, sit, they better sit him out just to be safe. I think just be safe. Err on the side of caution. Speaking of caution, you got a parlay for us, Brian? Yeah, parlay for these fine people. I'm gonna take the 76ers on the money line and team them up with my Angels on the You're money happy line. Just spring. Team starts at like this Experience. Oh wait, I'm gonna throw in the Rockets plus one and a half. That seems too good to be true. Home to any budget. Home to any possibility. Joe, I'm gonna do a three-team parlay. I'm gonna take uh, the Blue Jays on the money line, the Astros on the money line, and the Phoenix Suns on the money line. I'm going to use the Parlay Builder tool. I sent this out in the uh, newsletter. Um, let's see what we got. Just click on Best Parlay and see what happens. Uh, this is this is this is a Bitler's conservative parlay that we have for you today. Um, Anders lead to score a goal um, with Eric Hosmer to hit a home run. Ian Happ to hit a home run, and Willie Adamas to hit a home run. $10 pays $44,172.80. Life changer. $10. Got to be in it to win it. It's better. It's, it's a better chance of hitting that than the lottery, I'll tell you that much. All right. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Make it a winning day. We appreciate each and every one of you. And we're going to do combo premium and VIP because of all the early games.